Brian has to leap back and save himself from this shitty intro. <laughs> Welcome to Talk'em Leap, the show all about Quantum Leap. If you've heard our show with the city that breeds, you know us, but allow me to introduce ourselves anyway. I'm Brian Levy. That's Casey the Kasem. Howdy. And here is Evan <laughs> the Mayor. Hello and welcome to Talk'em Leap. Yeah, Talk'em Leap. This is the show that I am proud that we're doing. Uh, just a quick 20 minutes about the greatest television show in the history of mankind, Quantum Leap. Uh, it should... Apologies for the, the theme music getting way too quiet. I can't regulate the sound. Anyway, uh, I, I, I want to point out the irony that we have for no less than three plus years been talking about doing a the episodic wire. show about the one David Simon's The Wire. Uh, and then within 15 minutes of talking about Talk'em Leap, we are doing Talk'em Leap. Well, uh, see, here's the problem with a show like The Wire. It's a real downer to watch. <laughs> yes. Uh, whereas Quantum Leap... Uh, just watched a couple hours of it is a joy from front to back from front to back. So allow us to uh, discuss quantum leap. Uh, I hope your ear holes will enjoy it. It should be noted that if you would like to follow our adventures in watching quantum leap on talk leap, you can find it on Hulu. Yeah. Um, but in case you don't want to uh, watch quantum leap, allow me to, Let's let's discuss what the premise is. Okay. One, uh, quantum leap scientist. I, I uh, Doctor Sam Beckett. I think he's a quantum physicist. They talk. He's got about. six doctors. He's got six doctors. Yeah, he also was pre med. Uh, well, he was a full med. He he's a doctor. A med. A an doctor. MD. Can't fly a plane though. Can't no, fly a plane. Cannot, as uh, we learned in the first episode. So theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime. Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. I, um, so I, I missed the very beginning of the first episode, and there was like a glowing mountain and this very weird-looking glowing QB-type lab situation with lasers. I appreciate that you mentioned that. Casey, how did you watch Quantum Leap? Uh, first... Hulu. And while you were watching it, how did it start? Did it start right into the, with the theme song? Um, I can't remember if it started right... I, I... I think it started with the theme song, and then it cuts right to him waking up. But at no in point bed. in time did you oh, see Al. It was no. We got a, so, so for that some scene reason was omitted. It's a strange edit on Hulu right now, what? friends. Um, so originally, so get the, on YouTube and find Quantum Leap real intro. The episode opens with Al driving in some kind of future car. The future being nineteen ninety nine. Uh, uh, and he's uh, he gets a call, phone call from Gushy, and he's like. Dr. Beckett did it. He's sleeping. And then, like, he has to drive to this, like you said, glowing mountain of... Why was uh, it glowing? I don't, be, be, I don't know. Because it's top secret? It doesn't seem <laughs> All very the energy secret. used to quantum leap? Yeah. Anyway, so the first episode, like we said, it opens up. It, it takes place September 13th, 1956. All the, the titles are the dates? Uh, well, no. Some some of them have actual. This one is Genesis. Oh, I was going to say yes. September thirteenth, part one and part two. So there's no there's no congruity between the the Hulu title and the real title. Uh, I well, I think it was called Genesis on Hulu. No, it was not. It was the date. Okay, well, but but either way, it, it it's both. It both it it, were, it both titles are acceptable. Uh, Sam, uh, he, what he is a scientist from the future of 1999 because mm -hmm. the show is what 1989. 1989, ten years in the future. 
Uh, he uh, leaps through time, <laughs> uh, striving to set right what once went wrong. Well, that uh, was not the original intention, right? They were just trying to... Just time to try. Time, just, time travel. Yeah. right. Time, trying to time travel, and then the computer that is behind the time travel uh, somehow comes up with some kind of crackpot theory that it's God or, well, or whatever. The experiment the goes a little caca. Caca? As uh, described by one Alfred. Uh, well, Albert. Albert. Albert Cal- Calavici. Uh, a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. Um... So, and he smokes cigars. And he smokes cigars. Also, gotta be like the worst uh, handler in all of humanity. He's constantly showing up late. Um, very well, in they, very important situation because they have to find him. Frequently hungover. Frequently, oh, yeah. yes, frequently hungover. So I, I don't. There are a couple of things that are explained later in the series that are just like always a, like there in the show. One of these things is Sam does not always show up immediately. He does not always leap immediately into the next next life. He there might be like two weeks in between leaps. Yes. So they're always looking for him. So he might he can like he does chill have to chill like in a place sometimes. Uh, so the uh, the mechanism here is the only way that they recognize where who he is has leapt into is because and this is something I did not know. The person that he is inhabiting is now inhabiting his body in present day. And they have to suss out the information about that person to go find them. Sam leaps into a body. Mm-hmm. Uh, his aura leaps into a body. His aura. Uh, well, but also his entire body. See, it, it gets it gets a little metaphysical. There are episodes <laughs> where Sam leaps into an amputee and can stand up. Okay. There are episodes where oh, Sam <laughs> leaps into a young Down syndrome boy named Jimmy, but like Sam is not does not is not inflicted. He is afflicted, not, yeah, he's not affected he does, by the chromosome. But but he but he is eventually but because his brain kind of melds with Jimmy, but does become more and more childlike. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it really what's going on with Sam, but the personality switch. Depends uh, on what the writers felt like that day. It kind of. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly. Uh in this episode, Sam leaps into the body of a test pilot named Tom. Uh his wife uh, is pregnant his wife uh, and and the, the question is how does Sam get back to the future and, well, yeah. and initially he doesn't remember anything nothing so he's got a he doesn't remember that he was part of the experiment he doesn't he knows that he is not who he appears to be he could also just be flat out crazy yeah he could be he remembers that his name is Sam but that's it yep. um, doesn't remember his last name he, he tries to call his home in, in, in Indiana but can't remember. But can't remember his last name to or the phone number. So this sets up the in, interesting gambit of the entire show is that they have this little computer that has like a list of things that they think he might need to do in order to progress back home or into the next body. And uh, yeah, as they realize that this time travel experiment has gone caca, uh, <laughs> caca. So there's a couple of different recurring quotes of the show. Uh, I think most people will know. Oh, boy. Uh, and then there's Kaka is like an early season one thing that they keep going back to. So uh, first Sam is just hanging out, you know, then then they find out, oh, my gosh, this guy that he is jumping into uh, is going to uh, die in a couple of days. He should probably save his life. And maybe if he saves his life, he'll be able to jump to the future. Um, this is a weird theory posited by a computer. Uh, well, Artificial intelligence. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Ziggy is a supercomputer. 
uh, an artificial intelligence with a stupid um, name, and it's like it, if also you, made by Sam. Yeah, and if you've read some of the um, uh, tie-in novels, you learn. <laughs> oh God, that's there's Sam, an yeah. expanded universe. Yeah, there is. You learn Brian went really deep in this rabbit hole. <laughs> you learn that Sam um, used some of his own brain matter mm. to make the computer. That's like weird. It's a, like a hybrid. It's a hybrid computer. Hmm. Um, so the idea is Sam needs to live and not die in this plane crash, but that's not quite what happens. So Ziggy got it wrong. If that was true, Ziggy did get it wrong. Then Sam would uh, leap, and then uh, as soon as the he lived through the plane crash, this sets up what is a recurring trope in the show. <laughs> Ziggy, Ziggy gets, gets it wrong. wrong. <laughs> Ziggy gets it wrong. That should be the title of this podcast. Ziggy gets it wrong. <laughs> you know what? It, 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 Actually, I like talk em leap. We can talk about Ziggy, Ziggy gets, gets it wrong. wrong. Uh, Ziggy gets it wrong. A, pon- a quantum leap to- podcast. That's fantastic. Oh, Caitlin Th- That's fantastic. Uh, All right. So <laughs> we did it. New name. Talk em leap. Episode one. Ziggy gets it wrong. A quantum leap podcast. <laughs> title of the episode. Uh, By Brian Zalipi. <laughs> so... Uh, Truthfully, what Sam has to do is save his premature baby or Tom's premature baby from dying. This is my favorite part of the show because then he he slips into the role of doctor. Yes. And uh, comes to the doctor. conclusion that they need to get his uh, his uh, fake wife who is in labor drunk. And uh, they do that. And the best part is where she's on the IV drip of 5% ethanol. And uh, she's like, hey, buddy. The squares are all out of the room. Let's uh, let's get it on. Uh, I I, I <laughs> Does like. She that forget she... that she's in labor. Like just because you're drunk, like you don't. Uh, I mean, you got to be really shit faced. Oh, uh, well, I, I think that's the thing is she is really shit faced. And they just they just like did not. They didn't run past these scenarios for her. They were like, look, we can get you to this place, but but before we do that, we need to get you drunk to stop the contractions from happening. No, they just like put an IV in her arm and got it, her shit face. Can I talk about this actress for a second, <laughs> Jennifer Runyon? She is fantastic throughout the entire episode. Yes. She uh, she really sells a lady who's like, who is not quite used to her pregnant body, but you know, still wants to have fun. And she's, she 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 seemed like a really cool lady. Did either of you guys recognize her from any of her previous roles? No. Nah. So remember in Ghostbusters. Is she the ghost, the blowjob ghost? She is not the blowjob ghost. Oh. She is the blonde at the beginning. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, she is the, um, she, you know, she's doing the card test with Bankman. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Uh, so that that's her. Good catch. Um, so, uh, she's great. She's 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 one of the good Becky girls. So uh, the baby is saved. Sam and Al have a nice little knowing laugh and. Uh, in one of the few times this happens, there is a second leap at the end of the second episode. It's a two-hour pilot. Um, and then he does a quickie leap. He does a quickie leap. He leaps. <laughs> how, into... often, how often does the quickie leap occur on, on this show? Not very. I can think of off at the top of my head two I would other love times. To see, I would like to see like one of the, one of the uh, um, sort of canon episodes. I, I call them canon. They're all canon episodes. Sure. But, but no, like a, a, a mythology episode, episode where he... He, it's a montage of leaps. Like he's just like, "Fuck this! I'm so sick and tired of being stuck. You know, leaping around. I'm gonna do all these leaps." But he doesn't have control can... of it, though. No, that's true. But I don't know. He he just gets on a hot streak. Right? They they they're, they they don't exist. I mean, I feel like to work out the timing of that, how would he know what he has to do to change? It, that's not the way the the leaper does it. 
Mm-hmm. I would I would think that if a, a, an artificial intelligence that is capable of enabling time travel would get better at predicting well, no. the things that need to be done with this particular individual in their life. So I, I'm I'm glad you brought this up. They are not enabling any of the time travel beyond the initial turn the machine on. <laughs> Everything else is being done by God. Oh, okay. A, a central conceit of the show, they are no longer in control of the project. So Quantum Leap is a Christian sci-fi show. Um, I would say it's a a deist, a theist show okay, for sure. sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but where is? But it's, but it's not dogmatic religion. It's more of a spiritual. You know, we're all supposed to be. We're all supposed to be doing the right thing. Be, be on, good on to Earth. each other. Yeah. Uh, like much of the um time travel, which is, you know, Back to the Future. The future is what you make it. Yeah. So make it a good one. Yeah. Or this be is, excellent to each other from Bill yeah. and Ted. This is make the past. <laughs> this is well, this is I mean, this is solve the problems of the past to make the future better. So the importance of the quickie the quickie leap that he does where he has to run all the bases at a baseball game to end a, a man's baseball career is that he gets to talk to his father who passed away in his lifetime, but since he's back in time, gets to talk to him on the phone and pretend to be his like Long lost nephew, nephew or, some or something, shit. and then he starts crying, and he's like, "Thanks, God." He points to the sky, and uh, this he- brings in another quantum leap trope. What movie does he? What do we really mean? Uh, it's it's lampshaded pretty good. Uh, Roy Hobbs. This is a pastiche of the natural. Oh sure, aging ball player yeah. scores a. Home run. Yeah, there are a lot of homage, homages in the show that I have yet to be exposed to. And I feel to. like that also sets up the fact that, you know, he doesn't, they don't have control over the next leap. Originally, he thought, okay, I'm going to solve this problem, save this guy, save his unborn child, and then I get to go home. And then it's like, cool crap, now I'm a baseball player. Yeah. Like, all right, well, I gotta, I'm in this for the long haul. If I were him, I would probably, you know, it depending, depending on the leap, you know, let's say he leaps into Hugh Hefner. I'd just be like, all right, <laughs> this is an upgrade from my previous life. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick around. But I know you that Hugh Hefner is going to live to be about 100 years old. Well, one of the... One does of he the, have six doctorates, though? <laughs> one of the Hugh important... Hefner with six doctorates is a formidable opponent. <laughs> one of the important uh, parts of the show is that they did it until the final season. No famous people. Uh, th- that's not what they were interested in doing. Eventually, they did... They, Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, yeah. Sam was Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. Sam was uh, Marilyn Monroe's driver. Mm-hmm. Sam was uh, Elvis. Uh, you said no celebrities. Well, not until the fifth season. Oh, oh, um, but so there, there are lots of leaps. Uh, guys, I'm really looking forward. Are we going to watch the next one? We'll watch right. the next one and talk about it. Well, which is really funny. Like cause next I, week. I, yeah, right yeah, yeah. I made an offhanded uh, comment to my wife. My uh, wife. And she's like, I love that show. It's like, all right, we're doing it. We're turning it on. <laughs> is this is this where our audience is finally going to break 200 people? <laughs> I think so. I think people really have it in them to listen to a 20-minute uh, Quantum Leap podcast once a week. Uh, 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 so one final... Wait, this, one well, final, we haven't hit 20 minutes yet, Casey. No, no, no. One final thought experiment for this, uh, this inaugural sure. episode. Uh, the idea that Dr. Beckett either has to be a, a textbook sociopath in order to do his job correctly, or he is just constantly being tortured by this idea that he must be emotionally attached to all of these different people that he knows he's going to have to vacate 
the lives of within a set period of so time. It, it's interesting that you bring this up and it, part of the problem with this show is going to be me not just talking about I've seen every episode of the show a billion times but talking about what I know of the future part of <laughs> part of the torture desk the last episode of this show is famous for being grim not grim but so much as a downer not final oh uh Know this right now. Dr. Sam Beckett never returns home. Yes. Uh, we have discussed this on other podcasts that we uh, I thought that have. was part of the finale oh, no. where he does. He, no, he, he he returns home. He, there is, it's called the leap home. So, so there's a few times that you but see. He goes back? Uh, at, at a certain point, he and Al switch places. What? It's it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. I get it. So I've, I've, I've only caught bits and pieces of the show, like in syndication at some point. I always thought that in the final episode, he gets back home, but doesn't think that it's home. Kind of like in sliders. Oh, he no. He goes home. And Never the fence happened. is uh, creaking. Let's, let's not use the S word on this podcast. What? But was there an alien force on sliders? Like, yeah, the Cro-Mags. Okay. All right. I just, I forgot. Uh, guys, as soon as we finish <laughs> no, all like no, no, no. 75 episodes nope. of Quantum Leap, nope. right into Sliders. Nope. Uh, sliders. Uh, sliders. Um, so, no. So, uh, Sam does go home. He knows it's home. Okay. But but once he leaps out of home, he forgets that he was ever there. Hmm. And it's and, and he leaps into like, and, and like, so his wife is there and she's like, so tell me, Al, what's he doing now? And he's like, well, unfortunately, he's romancing some broad on a cruise ship. And it's like, whoa, just like weird. Like, that's the episode. He's got to make her fall in love with him. And she's like, always one of those. So it's haunting for people at home, for, for his for his Al, uh, Sam's friends at home. And then there's this last episode, like it kind of run, runs through a uh, like JD Scrubs like montage of all the people who've touched Sam. Oh, through. Okay. And he like remembers all of them. He's like, I loved all of these people. That's uh, horrible. So, yeah, it's not, that sounds like hell. It, but but here's the thing: that is hell. But he has six PhDs. So it's it's okay. like an, it's an but emotionally at times rewarding hell. Uh, I would like to say, I, I, I at one point I, I thought that it was really impressive how fully formed the Sam Al uh, Scott Bakula Dean Stockwell relationship is. Like already, like they're the, the banter between them is perfect. In the first two episodes, the yeah. setup is great. Like they do set up the show really good. I know we talked about more esoteria in this first episode, but I thought the show as a pilot—that's a good pilot. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that changes. They call Ziggy him. Eventually, Ziggy will become her. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transgender. Ooh, very progressive. Transgender. Uh, so AI. <laughs> this is a show that feeds into the worst impulses. Of its baby boomer uh, writers, oh, there are a lot of like a lot of white people, a lot of white people uh, solving racism. Okay, Uh, Mm. that that comes up a lot. Mm. Uh, Wait, does he ever uh, leap into a gay person? He doesn't leap. I don't remember if he leaps into a gay person. Several black people Uh, uh, and women, right? Two, at least two black people off the top of my head. Three women off the top of my head. (laughs) Uh, A monkey. A monkey. Uh yeah, in, in the space program. Um, it's Get great. this monkey to space. <laughs> uh, and, and definitely, uh, and one blind person, one Down syndrome person. Uh, it might be. I I've come up with a fourth woman. Uh, there's also the evil leaper. Uh, so there's just it's a very exciting show. I really hope we stick with it. I think we can. 
like, I forgot, well, for, like, for tacking on an additional 15 to 20 minutes of our regularly scheduled shows, I think we're, we're good to go. Awesome. I just have to figure out the appropriate platform to distribute this content because does it deserve its own spot in the iTunes canon or should we just post it on the website and see what people think? I think it does because I wouldn't want to make people, uh, our, our new widespread audience widespread, uh, you know, let, let's not, let, let's not make them listen to everything, but I invite them to check us out on Dude, the if there, city that if there could be a, an extremely, uh, um, popular podcast about gossip girls. I think, I think talk them leap. I mean, hold on. Uh, Ziggy gets it Ziggy wrong. Ziggy gets it wrong. Uh, a, a quantum leap <laughs> podcast. And can probably. By uh, Brian Le- the Levy, a City of the Breeze production. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We'll get the brand in there somehow. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us for our very first quantum leap podcast. Uh, we uh, plan on doing it next week. I don't even know what happens. Uh, Sam was uh, wearing glasses. He, he leaps into a professor of some variety. Uh, if Spoiler I, alert! Brian. If I had to guess, <laughs> um, one of the cool things about the show is that we haven't uh, that didn't doesn't really happen. The guest star, the big guest star on this week was Bruce McGill, uh, who was from. Uh, uh, he played D-Day on National Lampoon's Animal House, and he will return for the final episode of the series. Um, <laughs> but there are always. Uh, there are always famous people who aren't famous yet on Quantum Leap. If I'm, if I'm correct, uh, Terry Hatcher, I think. I she was all over the place in the late 80s and uh, 90s, uh, early I mean, 90s. She's like 18, 19. She was, on, she was Penny on MacGyver. Uh, so <laughs> really looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, this has been uh, Ziggy Gets Wrong, a talking a Quantum Leap podcast talking about Quantum Leap. This has been Ziggy Gets It Wrong, okay. a Quantum Leap podcast. Okay.